Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. Are you a business owner or entrepreneur looking to take your business skills to the next level? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Enterprise Now Show. Prepare to be inspired, motivated, and transformed. And now, your host, LZ Flinnard. Can I get it? Oh, yeah. What's up, Enterprisers? Welcome to episode 88 of the Enterprise Now podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and transform business owners and entrepreneurs into success. That is what we do. We help folks launch, grow, and maximize. In this episode, I talk with Allison Donahue of Domino Thinking. Allison is the author of Think Opposite, a book that helps people use the domino effect to change their business and the world. She's also a speaker, strategist, and radio host of the show Think Opposite. This conversation will teach you about the concept of thinking opposite. You'll also learn what it means to experience ease and how to think about what you think about. All right, let's dig in. All right, Allison, can I get an oh yeah? Oh yeah. (laughs) Nice, nice. First of all, I like to do this every episode. I like to thank you for taking the time out. I know there's probably about 113 and a half things that you could be doing, um, but you chose to uh, to be with me today. So um, I really appreciate that. And I always like to, to get to know my guests a little bit better. So when I say, tell us about yourself, I mean, feel free to go all the way back to the day you were born, or you can start more current day. Tell us about yourself. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you so much for having me here. This is such a pleasure to be spending this time with you and your listeners. I, I certainly appreciate the opportunity. I guess as far back that makes sense to go is I found myself pregnant somehow when I was 19. And I shortly after that, I became a single parent. And, and I realized quite quickly that I wasn't able to get work that was going to be able to sustain any sort of reasonable lifestyle. I would always be in the low-end poverty category unless I started doing something different. And so I went to university and I worked three jobs and I was in school full time trying to raise my kid. And it was, I never got to see him. It was a struggle and I was still not able to make ends meet. And then I met a guy who said that he would teach me how to paint and that I could make more money and I'd see my kid more often. So I was like, I don't don't care what you're going to teach me to do. As long as I get to have those other wins, I'm definitely down. So he taught me how to paint and we ended up in a relationship. And then in 99, he passed away after struggling in drug addiction. And I was on welfare again and I didn't quite know what to do. And I thought, oh, I I know I can't go back to a minimum wage job because I'll never survive. And so I thought, I'll just start a painting company and let's see what's going to happen. I know how to paint. How hard could it really be? And that, I think, is the innocence of youth. (laughs) And so I started my house painting company and I 
every year just got better and better. I went back to university, I finished my degree, and now here we are 18 years later, and my son is now running my company, and I have moved off into starting another company called Domino Thinking. And that is a company where I challenge people to think about what they think about. I'm a cause and effect strategist. I'm an author. I have a book called Think Opposite in bookstores, and I have a radio show. And it's such a different type of business. It is very, very different than the tangible painting. It's more intangible. And I'm older and I know more and knowing more makes us, I think, a little bit more cautious sometimes. That's kind of how I ended up here. Wow. I have so many questions, but I'm going to backtrack a little bit <laughs> Okay. Um, here and ask you, what what's your favorite thing to do? Uh, work. <laughs> um, in terms of life in general or uh, in terms of business? In terms of life. Uh, work. Yeah. I tend to work a lot. That tends to be my hobby, which is probably why I just started new businesses. Uh, and travel. Travel is something I absolutely love to do. I'm planning to go to Disney World, actually, in a couple of weeks. And then I'm off to Indonesia next year. So traveling is, I think, better than any self-help book out there. I learn so much. I meet the most incredible people. Now, when you mentioned you're going to Disney World, is, um, <laughs> do you get the fast passes or are you going to wait in line? Um, actually, I have no idea. Friends of mine are going and they said, oh, you and your son should come. It'll be fun. The four of us could go hang out. And I said, sure, here's my visa. I don't want to hear anything until we get there. So they have booked everything. I have absolutely no idea what we're doing. That sounds like fun. Isn't that the best way to do Disney World? Let somebody else just plan it all. And every once in a while, she'll phone up and she'll say, so do you want to do the Christmas night? And I'm like, I, I don't know. She goes, there's milk and cookies. Milk and cookies sold. <laughs> yeah. And then she goes, well, it is $100. And I'm like, what? For milk and cookies? They better be really good cookies. Like, I'm going to take a bag and take a whole bunch home because a $100 cookie is going to kill me. But... <laughs> <laughs> so, so what are your plans in uh, Indonesia? Are you just kind of going to hang out there too? or No, I'm actually doing an incredible program called Linking Awareness, and it's nonverbal communication. And I'm going to go to uh, Sumatra and do it with elephants, and then going to Borneo and doing it with orangutans. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... So uh, the little the little I do know about nonverbal communication is that it it's most of communication right is nonverbal. What yeah. what what are the the stats on that? You know there were stats before that so I think it was like sixty something percent is nonverbal. Uh, but that's been debunked. It's uh some of its tone of voice and but with this because when you are communicating with a nonverbal it it becomes more energy work. And I've never done anything like this before. And I'm quite looking forward to it. I did have an experience in Zimbabwe with a lion that was an incredible nonverbal communication. And so I thought, oh, I think I want more of that. So wow, that is very, very interesting. <laughs> it's not for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so switching, switching gears a little bit, mm. if you had to identify one thing that is your superpower, what would that be? Oh, my ability to see inconsistencies and then create strategy around fixing those. So I'm horrible to go to the movies with because I'm like, hang on a second. That shouldn't have happened then. That should have happened here. And for a long time, I thought it was something I should try to suppress. But with domino thinking and working with the businesses that I work with, it's actually such a gift to be able to look at something and see where the cracks are. 
and then get innovative about how to fix those cracks. You mentioned before that you you had some challenges starting out in life and in business. How do you how do you overcome challenges? Oh, I I just keep working. <laughs> I think for me personally, if I bump up against a challenge and I stop, the challenge seems bigger. But if I keep doing little bits and pieces of things that I can do to move in the direction of the place I want to go, I feel that those challenges are much easier to overcome. Just breaking those things down to smaller bits and then achieving those bits one at a time. It's kind of like eating a steak. You're not going to put the whole thing in your mouth, right? You cut it up. (laughs) So when I have challenges, I break it all down and then move through the the little pieces as easy as possible. I always use the analogy of uh, the football, the uh, the running back, mm-hmm. right? The quarterback hands him the ball. And now the focus of every single person on that field is on you because you have the ball. Mm-hmm. That's the most important part of the game. And so now all the challenges and, 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 and um, mountains and uh, problems are staring directly at you. And you're going to have, you're going to get some contact. You're going to be, you're going to get tackled. Um, you, but And you have to be nimble, on your feet, aware, self-aware to know which moves you can do, which moves you can't do. You have to know where your um, offensive line is, where where's your help, where's, where are you uh, weak. Um, and the most important thing, I think, is when you feel that contact is to keep moving your feet, mm. right? Because sometimes when you have, when you get that contact, if you just keep moving your feet, then that contact will it'll it'll drop off, or they'll trip over their their own feet, or um, or something will happen, or your 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 offensive line will come and, um, come to the rescue. So I think for me, one of the the most important things is when when dealing with those challenges, just keep moving your feet, mm-hmm. like you said. Um, take one step in the right direction, the direction that you want to go, and uh, you'll be amazed how many um, challenges uh, become non non issues. Right. Well, and that's a fantastic analogy uh, for sure. I don't know a lot about football, but my son does. And so he likes to use football analogies on me all the time. And so <laughs> I certainly understand the game to the extent that that is a really, really great way of doing it. If if that person that was running with the ball just froze and went, oh, no, somebody's running towards me. Mm-hmm. He's not going to have a job long. <laughs> Very true. Now, you are successful mm. because otherwise we wouldn't be talking. I only surround myself and my listeners with people who are successful and who are crushing uh, business. So what are some of your keys to success? I think that, well, one of the things is what we were talking about before we went live here was keeping things easy. Because I think when things are really hard, it means that we're not heading in the direction we're supposed to be heading into. And when things are easy, we are in flow, we are aligned. And I think Anytime we can choose the easy path, and I'm not talking the lazy path, I'm not talking the shortcut path, I'm talking about the path that feels good, uh, and uh, and work is often involved, but I think that's the biggest key to success. Stay true to who I am and and stick with that that place that where I feel in flow. That's so true, and as I was sharing with you um, before, I'm kind of in that place right now where there are a couple few things that I can identify off the top of my head that don't feel that don't feel easy. And by easy, I mean, it's not that it's easy work wise, like you said, but it's just kind of a thing that you just know, right? Like this isn't this isn't fun. Mm-hmm. This isn't this isn't enjoyable. <laughs> right. And and it should 
It should be. It should <laughs> you know, be, yeah. when you when you wake up in the morning, you should be excited. When I woke up this morning, I'm like, yes, I get to talk to Allison today. <laughs> I was excited about it, right? If I woke up and I were like, oh, God, I got to speak with Allison today. <laughs> that's probably an indication that there's something off. So Perhaps. I, I am I am in that place. I have that list of things. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, Elsie, keep this simple. Stop. <laughs> it, it's really that easy. Just stop. Yeah. Stop doing those things. So that's that's a really, 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 really good tip. And I think sometimes maybe as you were talking, I was thinking about it. Maybe the better word is ease as opposed to easy. Mm. Because ease implies a simplicity to it, whereas mm-hmm. easy can sometimes get mixed up with lazy, at least mm-hmm. in my head. Yep. So maybe ease is my new word. Yeah, I think um, I'm going to borrow that too. You can. I will share with you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We can can share the credit. (laughs) All right. Let's do that. (laughs) Awesome. Now, this question sometimes throws people off, but if you could meet anyone in the world, who would it be and what would you say to them? Oh, (laughs) I think it would be Keanu Reeves. I, um, At least he's the first one that comes to mind right now. I I love how he has this really simplistic life and the way that he interacts with the people that he comes in contact with. You know, he donates a great portion of his wages at times to the other people that work on the set that don't make the money and they're not recognized. And I would just love to talk to him about that whole process that he goes through, that recognition of the other, the the, the ability he has to see. And he's pretty good looking. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. But no, I think I, every time I read anything about something he's done, I'm just like, wow, I want to meet that guy. Let's take a quick break from this awesome conversation for a quick message from our sponsor. Seems everyone is podcasting these days. But if you want to do it right and stand out from the crowd, you need to contact Enterprise Now. E-Now Podcast Solutions is second to none in providing best-in-class customer service and delivering top-quality podcast production. Podcast editing can be time-consuming and tedious. You're a podcaster. That's what you do best. Let us do the dirty work for you. Besides, it's what we do best. Then all you have to do is your awesome show. We can help with basic editing, mixing, promotion, delivery, tagging, and pro editing. Whatever you need, we can do it for you. Check us out and see all the ways we can make your podcast sound amazing and professional. Visit enterprise-now.biz slash production. So we've talked a little bit about your um, your background, how you got to where you are. We know you love to paint. You started a painting company and all that good stuff. I'd like to kind of pivot here and talk about what you're doing today. What what do you have going on? Well, I have Domino Thinking, which is my, my company. And I wrote a book called Think Opposite. It's in bookstores, which is pretty cool. It talks about, it's a business book and it talks about the importance of understanding why you're in business and then understanding how you can convey that to your customers so that you can have a more amicable relationship with your customers. I think often what happens is we see customers as an evil necessity. 
And we often see staff that way as well. But when we can actually see them as an important part of our business and something that should be included in the planning and the executing and see them as actual people with real lives and real problems, then we can start building our business around all of that. And then we can have a positive impact on our customers, our staff, the community, and in turn, the world. I think we have huge capacity to impact the world in a positive way when we do it with awareness. So domino thinking is a lot about looking at that awareness, creating that space so that you can really think about the choices that you're making and what the potential outcomes could be. Because so often we make choices without thinking about where they're going to take us because we're busy. We're inundated with information and we don't always take the time that's necessary. And I think that an unexamined uh, choice is really a deadly virus. I wrote down here, and I think this was, we maybe talked about this before, but you you said, think about what you think about. Yeah. Think a little bit deeper with that. <laughs> I think we often jump onto an idea or a cause and don't ever really think about where it comes from. And so whether that belief is that social media is bad or I'm pro-choice or feminism is this or that or a business is supposed to look like this, if we don't actually spend time going, why do I believe that? Where did that thought come from? What emotions am I suppressing that causes me to want to have this belief that I can mask that with? Then we end up in these places and situations where we're fighting for causes we don't know why. We're alienating people for a cause that we don't know why. But if we spend time and we think about why we're thinking about these things, why we're reacting the way we're reacting, we will just, I think, become, I think it'll give us more ease in our life. There's that ease again. <laughs> yeah, space and <laughs> ease. I think that's uh, that's going to be my theme for the rest of the year. One thing that I'm curious to know, you you come to this this painting business, you start it up, it grows like crazy, and then you hand it off. Mm. Talk a little bit about that, because one thing that I find uh, when working with business owners is they have a hard time letting go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> not things. easy. <laughs> how take us through that? How do how do you do that? Now I understand it's your son, yeah, which may complicate it even, right? Oh, so how do you? How do you hand that off? How do you do that? One little piece at a time. It's really understanding the part of the business that I love, understanding the part that he is a natural with, and then giving him more of that. And then we sort of share the stuff that neither of us love. And then we have an assistant who does the stuff we hate. <laughs> and I think it's really about categorizing those things. What, Where do I bring the value? Because I'm still involved with the business. I still meet with clients. I still do estimates. I still book colors. But it is it, it takes an enormous amount of trust and a really clear vision because if he doesn't understand why I started the business, why I deal with customers the way I deal with customers, then he won't be able to maintain what's been built and see how it fits with him. But yeah, it's it's tough. Like in fact, we just came up with it today. There was a customer and she's unhappy about something and he said, "Do you want to call and deal with this?" And I said, "No, nah, I really think you need to do this." And then I'm like, I should just do it. I should just do it. But it, I know he can't grow if I'm doing it for him. Yeah. So it's a constant reminder of that. Wow. That, that's super good <laughs> advice. I don't know if you realize that or not. But what I heard you say is you handed things off a little bit at a time. Mm. You understood what you loved doing and what he was natural at. 
and you handed off the things that you both hated to do. And I think that that's important because a lot of times folks aren't self-aware enough to know what do I love doing or what do I hate doing to to get to the next step and saying, okay, I absolutely hate bookkeeping. We need to hire that out. <laughs> yeah. um, I think a lot of times we, we you know, we suffer through things and, and we don't have the self-awareness to kind of, you know, to identify those things. Like for you, it was a two-step thing. You're like, I love to do this. I'll, I'll continue to. I, he, he's natural at this. I'll have him do that. We both hate this. We'll hire that out. And for you, in your mind, it's like, okay, that makes, that's common sense. <laughs> but sometimes the things that come easy to us aren't always, you know, easy for other people. So thank you for uh, for sharing that. Thanks. The other thing that I caught was you said that it was important to have a vision and to tra- to transfer that why. Why did this business start? Mm. And I, I think, again, to, to be able to tell that story, it's the difference maker, mm. right? It's the difference between success and not being successful. Well, yeah, I think... And a great way of doing that for businesses is to create like an I believe statements. There was a great, I think it was a TED talk maybe about it. And if you can convey to your customers and your staff what you believe in, then they get to one, know you better. So you're building connection. And two, they can all get in line with that, especially if you're building this as a team. So that went extremely fast. I feel like <laughs> we should stay and talk for another 45 minutes because you have already given so many golden nuggets, as I call oh, them. Thank you. And uh, insights. Uh, but we have to wrap things up. <laughs> Sadly, <laughs> otherwise we <laughs> otherwise we would literally be here all day. Uh, I, I get that sense. Give the uh, the enterprisers, what I call my listeners, an actionable tip or step that they can implement in their businesses today? Oh, um, well, I have this thing called Think Opposite. I'm quite attached to it. And I would really encourage your listeners to at least once a day try to think opposite about anything where you suspend your belief, you think opposite, and then you can proceed with perspective. So sometimes we just get into situations where we react And if you could stop, so for example, if you're dealing with a customer, if you could stop and go, okay, what is this customer thinking right now? Like, I know what I'm thinking right now, which is totally different than what my customer is thinking right now. But if I can suspend my belief about the situation and really see it from their perspective, like that opposite perspective, what that does is it helps us get um, that big picture idea. And then we're able to have a conversation with that person and really help understand their needs. And then they can better understand your needs. So take that time to think opposite, really consider a different perspective because we're not always right. If folks want to reach out to learn more about you and what you do, how can they do that? I'm happy to take emails, info at dominothinking.com. I answer all of my emails personally, and I also have a website, dominothinking.com, and of course, all the regular social media stuff. But those are probably the two best ways to find out more about me or to get in touch with me. I know we um, mentioned your book a little bit earlier. You want to um, say a little piece about that? Uh, where people can grab that, grab that? Yeah, you could get it through any bookstore in North America. So Chapters, Barnes & Nobles, there's other smaller uh, bookstores as well. You can get it on Amazon. There's also an audio book recorded by me, <laughs> which was an interesting experience. Uh, and 
Yeah, so you can get it through any of those sources or you can contact me directly and I can mail one out to you. Well, thanks again, Allison, for uh, conversating with me. I really appreciate it. And I know that my listeners are going to get a ton out of it because I have at least three to five golden nuggets written down on my end. So thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and wisdom with us. Oh, thank you so much for having me as a guest and for doing such great work with this podcast. Thank you. I appreciate that. Enterprisers, listen, I I know I say this all the time, but this was one of the best episodes that I've ever recorded. I'm just going to say because some of the concepts and things that we talked about um, really, I'm probably going to do another episode just to try to unpack some of that because it was that good. Um, So head on out to the website. Um, download the three P's to empowerment worksheet. We want to get you guys operating in and out of your awesome zone. And also, thank you so much for your support. We would not be able to do what we do without you. So thank you so much for your support. And with that, we will talk with you guys next week. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.